This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1105, Productivity Tips, Ideas for People with Too Many Things to Do, by Tonya Lester of tonyalester.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host here, and uh, we're gonna jump right into today's post, and then afterwards I'll tell you a little bit more about Tonya. But for now, let's get to the article and optimize your life. Productivity Tips. Ideas for People with Too Many Things to Do by Tonya Lester of tonyalester.com After my son turned eight, he started dropping hints that he didn't believe in the tooth fairy anymore. This suspicion was likely confirmed when the very busy, somewhat disorganized tooth fairy forgot to leave money under his pillow not one or two, but three nights in a row. I was determined not to spill the beans prematurely, though as my sister is still mad at me for bursting her Santa bubble 35 years ago. Finally, my son turned to me, looked me in the eye, and asked, who really is the tooth fairy? I thought, okay, he's ready. I answered, me, I'm the tooth fairy. He took this in for a long moment and then looked at me wide-eyed. For everyone? My first thought, he's not ready, I screwed this up. My second thought, Is there no end to what I'm expected to do around here? Much of what's written on productivity is aimed at go-getters laser-focused on accomplishment in one area of their lives, usually work. These people must have a team of fairies to deal with the more mundane tasks that consistently trip me up, like returning phone calls, getting dinner on the table before mutiny breaks out, and leaving money under pillows in the middle of the night. For those of us who are both the go-getters and the local tooth fairy, here are some tips. Tip number one, try not to overfocus on how busy you are. During a rough period a few years ago when my husband and I had both truly bit off more than we could chew, we used to greet each other at the end of the day by dumping on each other how truly, frantically busy we are. It would quickly devolve into a game of one-upsmanship about whose life was more stressful. I can assure you that these conversations did little to relieve stress and even less to strengthen our marriage. When we made a pact to stop doing that, we were able to focus on the fact that we were both doing cool things that we were excited about and that made for much better dinner conversations. Tip number two, make choices and love them. Cut out the things you don't care about. In her book, Drop the Ball, Tiffany Dufu writes about axing all the non-essential parent-related time sucks that don't matter to her kids. Watching them play soccer matters very much. Being president of the PTA, not so much. This isn't to say that it isn't meaningful to volunteer or be involved with your kid's school, but we have to pick our spots. Maybe you don't accept the job promotion that will require traveling two weeks out of the month, or maybe you say yes to volunteer requests at church, or you get a dog. Do these things because you want to do them, and they feel like a gift, not a burden. These are hard choices, often at odds with what other people, important people, want you to do. Overbooking, as if time is endlessly elastic, is still my biggest time management problem. It's no coincidence the most productive person I know has a post-it note with no written with a sharpie stuck to his phone. Tip number three, systems and automaticity. The benefits of creating systems to simplify your life cannot be overstated. Almost anything that doesn't require too much brain power can be made into a system. Think of Steve Jobs and his endless black turtlenecks or eating the same things for breakfast every day. The idea is to cut down on the millions of tiny decisions we make every day that drain our willpower and energy. Any problem that consistently knocks you off your game 
such as paying bills, eating healthfully, or staying in contact with loved ones, all of these issues can be managed with systems. I live in New York City and recently came up with a system to respond to people asking me for change on the subway. This typically happens five plus times a day. It has made my commute a lot less stressful because now I have a system. And tip number four, ignore the right way and find your way. Night owls who try to keep early bird hours are likely to end up discouraged and exhausted. If you're someone who's inspired to create great things or even mundane things in the middle of the night, go ahead and do that. Just try to arrange your mornings so you can sleep in. Ignore the headlines touting all the changemakers who go to bed at 8 p.m. and wake up at 4 a.m. We can't all fit into the so-called optimal habits. Some of us might be outliers. For example, nearly every piece of writing advice suggests that writers need big blocks of open time and solitude to write. It seems logical, but I know a successful businesswoman who hasn't seen a free block of time since the 90s and who essentially wrote an entire book packing away on her cell phone while waiting for appointments or airplanes. Conventional, no. But she did it. Work with your essential nature instead of trying to override it. There's a limit to how much we and others can expect of us. One troublesome aspect of modern life is that while technology makes so many tasks more manageable, expectations about what we can or should achieve keep ramping up. In the worst instances, these expectations can drain our lives of spontaneity and joy. You are not a machine. I hope these tips create more time for serendipity, laughter, sleep, and pleasure. You just listened to the post titled Productivity Tips, Ideas for People with Too Many Things to Do by Tonya Lester of tonyalester.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you so much to Tonya for letting us share this post today. Tonya Lester, LCSW, graduated from New York University with a master's degree in social work and is a psychotherapist in Brooklyn, New York. Her postgraduate training includes a fellowship at Psychoanalytic Theory at the Institute for Psychoanalytic Theory and Research and supervised practice in psychodynamic therapy. She completed training in internal family systems and acceptance and commitment therapy, so lots of valuable training and experience we can gain from her. And again, a big thank you to Tonya for letting us share her work. And please come by tonyalester.com for a lot more. That's T-O-N-Y-A-L-E-S-T-E-R. But I think that does it for today, and I so appreciate you being here with me each and every day. And I will see you back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.